Okay, uh, welcome to our podcast today. i uh, going to fly solo and wanted to talk about Galatians 5 and really struck by verse 13, where it says, For you are called to freedom, brothers, only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. So again, reminder that Galatians is about how we are free, free from sin, free from the guilt of our sin, the, the price of our sin through what? Through Jesus, who, uh, through his work, by taking our place uh, for us, uh, as we learned in Galatians 1, that he took our sins on our behalf, substitutionary atonement. And the result is that we're free. Uh, but then there's a choice in how we're to use this freedom. We could use this freedom to continue to live for our flesh. And, and he's saying, no, it's not a license to continue to sin and live as you want, but rather it's a call to love. And that love is actually serving one another. And I thought about this picture in this verse of how uh, freedom is servanthood. And it's contrary, it's counterintuitive to what we think. Like, free, I'm free to do what I want, to do as I want, but here he calls us to serve one another. In fact, we're supposed to be sort of enslaved in a way to one another. Uh, doulos is the word that's pictured here, that's used here. And I thought about what is that picture of love? Who does this? And isn't it the case that like for parents or moms who limit themselves, that they are free to choose as they want, to live as they want, but instead they limit themselves and they surrender their time, their money, their effort, and their sleep even, and they care for their children. They love them. And it's not an obligation, but it's a devotion. It's, a, it's an act of love that they pour themselves out. And then similarly, I thought, well, isn't this the picture of Jesus? Jesus in the garden, uh, having the choice to not uh, go to the cross, but he chooses to. He says, not my will, but your will be done. He has the freedom to choose to do as he wants, but he submits himself to the call that God has given to him. And um, in John 13, which I think is a cross-reference for this passage too, he tells his disciples, uh, a new command I give to you, love one another as I have loved you. And how is it that he had loved them? Well, John 13 tells us that it's he washed the disciples' feet, which we know is one of the lowest acts that not even a, a servant of a household would do. It was something reserved for only the lowest. And Jesus is saying, I am going to do that, that I am going to serve you in that way. And ultimately, we know that this is through the cross, as we talked about, and he would serve us by dying for us and taking our place. I think in this picture of Jesus, he shows us that the freedom, the life that we have as a Christian, now it's meant, what it's meant for, it's how to live. Freedom from our sins and freedom for, for to love others. The freedom that we have is for loving others and serving them. So it's really challenged by that and how um, yeah, the freedom that I have, the choices, opportunities, it's always an option. I think in ministry we get that choice to give in to our desire for sleep, for rest, but instead it's to think about someone, care for them, serve them, to push our bodies. And I think for many of us, we got a chance to do that this past staff uh, um, conference at ATR where we got to serve many of our brothers and sisters who came from uh, around the country, you know, doing rides, um, preparing breakfast or food or, or serving in different ways. I think that was a real privilege for us as we got to uh, use our freedom to really love one another. Uh, second point that I just want to talk about pretty quickly is uh, just the fruits of the Spirit. I think definitely we see, um, again, there's a choice of how we could live. We can walk by the Spirit um, or we can gratify the desires of the flesh, as it says in verse 16. But... Um, but really, uh, and he goes on to list out different um, areas of, of the flesh that we could give into. Um, but then he says, but the fruit of the Spirit, in verse 22, is love, joy, peace. And I just want to talk about that because I was thinking about 
Isn't it wonderful, yeah, to have love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. And so many of these things are interpersonal uh, relationships with others. It's how we connect and deal with one another. And and yet I, I find this to be one of the most difficult things that we have to go through. And the fruit of, of changing to become a patient person, because I'm such an impatient person, just ask my kids just in the way that I walk. I'm like always walking fast, just trying to get and move things quickly and get things done. And uh, I find that is a hard part within me. But I've learned and I've grown over the years in this area, but it's it's fruit that takes time. And I think that's really important. I was thinking about fruit trees and uh, I was learning about cherry trees and cherry trees take three to five years to produce fruit. But in that three to five years, they're actually not even sweet. They're, they're pretty sour. So you have to wait even longer for it to be sweeter, four to seven years. And I thought, wow, that's such a long time. But then you get this awesome fruit. It just reminded me that uh, developing kind of fruity, tasty, fruitfulness of our character in our lives it takes time takes effort and i think that's where um we need to uh continue to live by the spirit as it says in verse 25 well verse 24 to 25 that we have to crucify the flesh with its passions desires and live by the spirit and it's a daily thing we need to keep in step with the spirit daily activity through god's word and prayer and there's no escaping that and it's just the faithfulness into these daily things that we need to do and it just takes time so maybe we feel a little discouraged that Man, I want instant change. I want to be changed right away. But it doesn't happen. It does take time. I think you just need to hang in there, persevere, connect with God's word, and keep at it. And I think I found that over the years as I've stayed faithful to that, just trying, putting that effort in, that we do see change. But again, it takes time. And the longer we're at it, I think in a lot of ways, the sweeter it gets. So I hope that's encouraging. Uh, Hang in there. And uh, we'll be back again tomorrow. Bye. 